0: Get your staff to to manage your stress levels as well, right? You can still go to sleep at, at, you know, 11 p.m. And, you know, even if you didn't get everything done, you can start things, uh,
1: start again in the morning. And it's it's a marathon, uh, not a sprint. This is The Playbook. From across the pond, I have Tim Frost, CEO and founder of Yield App. Welcome to The Playbook, Tim.
0: No, thanks, David. It's awesome to be here today.
1: Well, you know, fintech is such a, interesting space. And there's two critical business issues that I find in fintech uh, that takes an exceptional entrepreneur. Uh, And the first is obvious, it's security. And that's omnipresent from probably the beginning of your career. But the other variable that I find so fascinating is change. Because obviously, accelerated change causes extraordinary pressure. And Change keeps on exponentially accelerating. But when we're talking about money, it's much more significant than if we were talking about the, you know, the supply chain of, of apparel. If you don't get your socks on time, there, you know, there's some things we could overcome. But if somebody steals all your money, we, we have some, you know, serious problems. And if money doesn't move fast enough, we have some serious problems. You've been in fintech. Uh, as we've experienced this accelerated change what are some of the things that you've experienced through this what I call two-headed monster of security and accelerated change in your career in fintech?
0: Well the the, uh, start with the latter one I think the the accelerated change um, you know and I speak early on and I I got into the kind of fintech in, in 2015 and and you know, early on, it was really kind of unknown how how regulators would kind of react to this, and and I mean, we're we're seeing like every quarter where we're seeing kind of changes in the regulatory landscape changing, and and current events uh, radically change the the landscape, and you know, and especially today, I mean, we're you know, with the uh, with the uh, occupation in, in Ukraine to just. Uh, the, you know, the, the changing, you know, the landscape of, of who's kind of running the national governments. And, and so this really dictates, uh, how fast things are going to become, uh, into effect and, and just where, where things to be pulled. So, you know, you, you gotta be exactly, you gotta be very flexible, um, and, and be kind of aware of everything that's going to be coming because, you know, you know, what you can do today is, is, um, you know, not certain for, for tomorrow.
1: And the security side of of that then becomes much more critical.
0: Well, I, I mean, so I've done a lot of work in the, the crypto space, and so I, I think it can't even be understated what you know the the you know what you got to put into uh, effect on the security layers. So um, that's exactly that. I mean, when you when you go to kind of find a, a CTO, I mean, you you got to find one that that obviously has that, that security background that you're kind of looking for. Um, and Know, be able to build up from from the ground up and and you you have to move very fast because this is a, a fast-moving industry you get, you know everything has to be tested retested you know externally audited and, and so it's 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 unforgiving especially the, the crypto assets and uh, in the traditional finance world you, you have opportunities to kind of recover funds and, and crypto if you're if you're ever exploited you're gonna it's gone and, and we're seeing uh, billions of dollars a year being uh, essentially be able to be uh, extracted from different crypto companies across the world. And so, um, and obviously consumers need to be very aware too of, of, you know, where they're, where they're doing their crypto business.
1: And these critical business issues, how did they play or interplay within launching Yield app? Uh, and where did that, that idea come from? What, what was through that, you know, you're one of the elder statesmen of, of the space, yes. you know, where, where did that idea come from?
0: Well, in, in in short, I, I was sitting with um, kind of a, a friend of mine and, uh, you know, for, for early uh, 2020 or during the, the COVID era, um, really we were looking for, for something new and exciting to do. And and so when he started taking me down the, the decentralized finance or DeFi kind of rabbit hole of, of kind of teaching why, why it was kind of exploding popularity that kind of the, the basic premise came together where, you know, okay, we're, you know, can we build a front end that we can build to to aggregate large sums of capital and, and we can be able to deploy this in, in high yielding and secure DeFi positions? And that was the, the basic idea of what Yield App was founded on and, and kind of what we grew into to a full-fledged business today. And uh, you know, on the on the security aspect, I mean, you're, you're no short of uh, exciting days i mean there's not a, a week that doesn't go by where there's not uh, alerts going going off and so you're you're constantly trying to, to build evolve it. um you know you're you're going to be constantly under attack and from from you know people that are, that are looking for, for potential vulnerabilities so uh, it's on individual basis whether you know they're going to go at you on, on i think almost every every front imaginable which you know it's it's very common if you're going to be working in this space that you're going to be you know, awake at 3 a.m. to try to, to deal with, you know, something or, or someone's going you know, to trying to take your service down a denial of service attack.
1: It, it's, it's uh, never short of, of excitement. I bet. And what does Yield App have to offer uh, when it comes to its projected in prospective clients? What, what is the true offering um, and who, who is that audience? Yeah,
0: absolutely. So, in short, um, you know, I think it's it's 2022 now, and and digital assets are, are here and here to stay. And I think every every investor should should have uh, digital assets in their their portfolio strategies. And if you're going to be holding digital assets, the the same way you don't hold fiat sitting in your savings account at the bank, you you want that capital to work. And so, um, if you're going to be holding Bitcoin, Ether, or even stable coins at the time, you you want that to be earning yield. And so. Um, we've also tried to take a, a very kind of personalized approach. I, I think one of the things I, I've always been discouraged about in the in fintech overall is is we're dealing with people's money, and, and while we're making this a very efficient machine, uh, we we lose a lot of the personal element. So we you know we want to make sure that all of our, our large clients with us they they have full uh, fledged uh, relationship managers where they have a, a personal contact that they can reach out to, and when they have. Uh, questions about service or, or, you know, might be even a, a waiting on a pending withdrawal, just someone they can reach to and then have comfort and, and and learn more about what we what we do and how we operate as a, as a firm.
1: Yeah, it's amazing how people still interplay in the biggest and best technologies that we have, that, that true security comes from perception and uh, a calming voice or an explanation. One of the challenges that everyone has is the learning curve. Um, And, you know, I feel as if, you know, whether it's crypto, NFT, blockchain, that people, if they have an opportunity to learn how it works, uh, because although it's a bit cumbersome today in order to effectuate different things within the context of Web 3.0, I've been blessed to be in Web 1.0, Web 2.0, and now Web 3.0, eventually chasm hits. How are you working with the clients to get that learning curve to accelerate as well, to give them not just a comfort level that money is safe, but this is easy to do and, you know, much easier uh, than even traditional type of uh, finance.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think. Part of, part of the explosion we've seen over the, over the last two years is just the, the interest in the space and the, the amount of education that, that's kind of available now for, for people to kind of uh, take one. But, you know, we, we got a good staff, right, that, that uh, daily we, we got inquiries of, of people that, you know, want to learn about how, how they can uh, get involved and, and, you know, get, get access to their, their first bitcoins and, and how they can custody it securely with us and, and continue to, to earn on that. So um, we're, we're, I think right now we're, we're very in a fortunate position. We get so many uh, inbound inquiries that we, we haven't had to kind of, you know, really go out there and, and kind of search of those next,
1: you know, that next
0: uh, batch of, of, you know, potential digital asset investors.
1: And what challenges does that face? I know in my own personal brand, the amount of incoming requests from around the world without regulation and, you know, doing content and, <laughs> and podcasts and books and speaking uh, I couldn't imagine, you know, how you vet through the the amount of intake that you have and how are you prioritizing those people that are contacting you.
0: Well, I, I think that we're still in a learning curve on this, right? Especially um understanding where you know who who are real potential clients and, and who are people that just uh wanna wanna have a conversation or are essentially uh, tire kickers, right? So <laughs> uh we're, you're gonna you're gonna always face that in, in business but uh, I think we've got a good business development team that, that kind of I, I think are successfully navigating this as, as it kind of comes in but you know overall I mean we're I think our guys are just so excited about the the space I think they're they're happy to have a conversation with with anyone
1: you know Tim one of the other things that I find you know obviously I've been in the technology space a long time as I stated since 92 um and yet it's quite easy uh, with people like you and I that have extraordinary experience to realize that there's only so much experience you can have in fintech, or there's only so much experience you can have with crypto or NFTs or blockchain. And therefore, a 19 year old could have as much skills, knowledge, and desire within the space that we're in. But our previous experiences, you know, exponentially give us a different perception. How has your previous experience been applied to this yield app, this latest venture that gives you a differentiator, not just in the marketplace, but as a leader of your own company, comparatively to someone that has equal skills, knowledge, and desire uh, that may be 19 years old?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've been in uh, fintech now. It's, you know, it's, it's going on uh, seven years and uh, it, it's, it uh, feels like a, a few decades at this point. But, you know, I I, I have a, you know, founded a, a few fintechs and, and been involved with some early stage and then helped develop a, a number of other ones that have several million, million clients. So it's just that, that experience of, of going through those growth pains. Um, and then obviously you you've got to be able to kind of execute on, on all fronts and, and you know, this fintech space, it, it moves 24-7. So it, it can be quite exhausting. And, and those one year in, in crypto or fintech, I would say is, is you know almost comparable to, to five in a, a lot of other sectors. Just the, the sheer pace that, you know, it moves out and, and you need to move out to, to stay relevant.
1: You bring up a really good point. And I think a lot of people today <clears throat> feel overwhelmed uh, because it's 24-7 uh, and there's so many Different industries, careers, jobs that there's more than enough opportunity, more than enough uh, to do, but not enough time. I call it the big O, the little C. Huge opportunity, little capability. And as you move up the hierarchy in a bit in a business, it falls on the CEO, you know, to be on top of all these things. How are you managing your time when there's so much, or more than enough? Opportunity and more than enough to do, and it is a twenty-four-seven business. How have you been able to scale, or at least keep your own mindset healthy, knowing, you know, gosh, you know, it's one in the morning. I better get some rest, uh, and yet something could happen two hours from now. How are you managing that time uh, uh, requirement?
0: Well, I think overall, I mean, you still you still get to stay on a kind of a normal normal rhythm in life. Right? so so no matter what what's happening I mean you have to have family time you, you need to exercise obviously you take take care of yourself and you know I think that's the the, the core thing of every day how you started but that's um, it's quite a quite a interesting question right there because it's you know you're, you're never getting everything done um, you know so every every day you you wake up with a, a list of things that you want to get done today and, and you know most days you, you're just you wake up or you go to bed with with more, more things to do tomorrow than when you woke up with. So it's, um, but it, it's managing stress, um, knowing that, you know, I mean, it's a startup, right? And you're, you're, you if you're, especially if you're going to be aggressive and you're really trying to grow and, and, and innovate and, and be very competitive in the market, um, you know, you just got to, you got to manage these things and, and hopefully get your staff to, to manage your stress levels as well, right? And, and you know, realize that they you know they they can you can still go to sleep at at, you know 11 p.m and you know even if you didn't get everything done and then you know you can start things uh, start again in the morning and it's just uh it's it's a marathon uh, not a sprint
1: yeah i love telling people to get a minimum amount of things done let's focus in on you know minimums uh because if you focus in on trying to get everything done it will never happen there's always more to do um, so many different challenges with big opportunity as well. Uh, what's your biggest challenge, and what are you, you know, doing to manage or overcome that challenge?
0: Oh, one of the biggest question marks that we we have as a as a firm is is you know what does the regulatory landscape look like for for yield app and, and that in our competitive field into the future, and, and so it's it's always a bit uncertain of, of what these things are going to be looking like. Um, but overall we, we just try to surround ourselves with the, the smartest people we, we know that are kind of driving in the same way and, and and you know take an aggressive yet conservative approach, right? And and you know, we're we're trying to work with regulators. Um, we're trying to be on the, the councils when, you know, be able to to watch what's what's happening and coming down the thing and, and obviously want to um you know help and you know, we aim to work with, with the regulators and helping them kind of to even uh, craft legislation when, when they're coming when they're really truly trying to understand how they're how they're going to to regulate uh, the space in the future. But you know, overall, I think we're you know from from YieldApp to 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 Binance to Coinbase. I, mean, I think we're all we're all trying to drive for for adoption, and and obviously this is full fledged moving into integrating fully fledged into the traditional financial system, and so we're we're you know, helping to kind of
1: ease the, ease the landing. You know, as you know, I believe life's about lessons and the lessons will keep on coming until you learn them and pain, setback, failures, and mistakes are going to be indicators of those lessons. Uh, you and your company seem to have learned a lot of lessons faster than most. I always say I'm looking for fast learners, not just in, people and executives like yourself, but in actual entities uh, like Yield App. And one of the things that attracted me to Yield App is how swiftly you're learning that landscape and executing on maximizing uh, not just value, but value for your customers. And I find and applaud that uh, because very few companies in your space are capable of doing that Uh, for you what's the most either interesting or important lesson that you've learned from your experience with a fintech startup and specifically Yield App?
0: I, th- I think in uh, every fintech, but I, I think in, in particular Yield App, I really trying to understand what you can actually accomplish in a, in a certain amount of time frame. Um, as a CEO, it's it's you know quite easy for me to have very ambitious uh, roadmaps and then you know how much we want to accomplish during during a quarter. But um, really doing that 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 deep dissect to, to understand what those deliverables are, are beginning to look like because there's all these forks that are going to be thrown at you kind of along the way, right? And, and so um, especially when you have an active business, right, and you have clients and you have demands, right, that you know, you, you got to keep building every day, but but managing the kind of existing business is, takes a a lot of toll as well. So, um, you know, you, you got to be very cautious what you know how you portray timelines internally and you know especially external to, to clients.
1: If you're looking for the right platform to grow your digital wealth safely, there has to be the premier player like Tim Frost, the CEO and founder of YieldApp. I suggest you check them out if you are looking either to learn or to participate in what will be the next generation of our finance.